Hello, you are listening to the Bethel Atlanta Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com. All right. Well, today is a unique day. Um, We're talking to the family today. Um, Today we are going to be honoring a transition today. And uh, I'll cut to the chase. Uh, Jen and Justin are gonna be stepping down from our staff team, but remaining part of our day-to-day body, church life. Um, This is, uh, transitions are never, never easy, so um, I just wanna just talk to our family. so I love Jen and Justin with all my heart. Uh, they have been here 10 years this month. Wow. <laughs> and, um, and I've never felt more connection to their hearts than I do today. And, um, and it's just been a beautiful journey running together and just a journey of growing and friendship. Um, so they came to me about a month ago and they're gonna share with you all because I think it's really valuable for you to hear their heart, see their process, hear their story because it's beautiful and it's worth celebrating. And this is gonna continue to be their home. You're gonna continue to see them on a Sunday morning. You're gonna, their kids are still in our youth group. Like this is their family. Tyrone is their home. Like we are their people. We are their dear friends. So um, this is gonna be a unique transition in that it's a positional transition, but there doesn't have to be a relational disconnect. And I think there's, Um, Just so much power in this. Um, You know, Jen and Justin are mothers and fathers. It's who they are. And when I was in ministry school 18 years ago, Chris Valentin said, he said, hey, you plot me in a new town. Within six months, I have mothers and fathers in my life. I have brothers and sisters, and I have sons and daughters. And those are the Stockmans. You plop them anywhere. And they are those people. They are pulling on mothers and fathers ever since I've known them. They become mothers and fathers. They have sons and daughters. They have brothers and sisters. They have modeled their life in a beautiful way of being family. And they will do that with a position and without one. They will do that in a role or in a body, just alongside of each other. And so, you know, these kind of things are, they're happy and they're sad. <laughs> they're bittersweet. They, you know, I don't want to negate the emotions on both sides of this. Like, I'm sad because I want to go into work on Monday and see their face. <laughs> you know, I want to go and hug Jen's neck. I want to take a lap around the lake with J- Justin. And, and that's sad that that's changing. Um, it's... It's inspiring and joy-filled because I'm watching people of great faith. (laughs) I'm watching them 
trust the Lord more than anything else on the planet. And that stirs up a hope in me. <laughs> um, it's also hopeful because if you've been in church for long, you have seen transitions. But I actually have attached so much hope that this is gonna be one of the most beautiful, redeeming, redemptive, healing transitions for a body. Like there is a potential here, like the connect of the hearts has never been more wonderful and, and pure and just holy and connected. And there is something that happens in the heavenlies that is healing when a body can experience that. And I just have, you know, it's funny because I'm not nervous to talk about this today. <laughs> Which, that's, that's a huge gauge in my world. You don't have to know that, but it is a huge gauge. Like, I'm like, oh, like, this is beautiful. And we get to invite our people into this beauty. And, um, and we can model sending well. Now, sending's a weird world, cause, word, because they're not going anywhere. <laughs> But we are blessing what they are putting their heart and hands to. We are saying, you go with the blessing of us. You go with the blessing of our house. You go with our prayers, our hearts, our belief, our, you know, oh, just we can support in all the ways that we know how. Um, and I think we have a chance to model relationally something beautiful here. We can stay connected in the midst of change. <laughs> and so I feel like this is an expansion of our family. It's not a withdrawal. And, you know, we've had a really wild season in the last six months. And I have been praying this prayer in a lot of situations. Can this be a win, win, win? Can everyone win in this situation? I mean, I was praying this prayer even as early as when we got into this building and we're like finalizing things with contractors. Can everyone win here? Can Bethel Atlanta win? Can your business win? Can everyone prosper? Can everyone benefit? And I feel like the Lord is honoring that prayer. I see him honoring that the Stockmans win, that Bethel Atlanta wins, that the staff win, that everyone wins. Because that's our king. He doesn't have this, uh, you know, somebody wins, somebody loses mindset. And so, you know, they are heroes in our midst. They truly are. Um, they represent, okay, yes. <laughs> I got more to say. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying all the things. Um, they represent the Father beautifully. You know, without faith, it's impossible to please him. And these are giants. They're risk takers. They're faith walkers. They are courageous sons and daughters of the King. And I really want to celebrate them today. I want to honor them. They have exceeded all my hopes and expectations of 10 years ago. Y'all, 10 years ago, I'm sitting around a table, a kitchen table with Danny Silk, and I'm like, 
you know, I just think Jen Stockman would be the best addition to our school of ministry. <laughs> and he kind of laughed because <laughs> they were so planted in their hometown. They were planted with their family and their roots went deep in Humboldt. And I also want to honor y'all's four girls who came here as little girls. Kylie, Ava, Arabelle, Liberty. Y'all are courageous walking alongside of your parents. Y'all, when you are a pastor, it is a family thing. And they are just chasing after the Lord um, right alongside of Jen and Justin. And y'all are just a gift to my life. You are a gift to my children's lives. You are a gift to everyone around you's lives. And our family and our church family is richer because of the whole of the Stockman family. And y'all's faithfulness is remarkable. Um, you know, they are forever part of this story of this house. And I just think that, that when testimonies go out of here in 40 years, they were part of building a foundation where those can take place. They're your stories that go out of here in 50, 60 years. And um, we're healthier because of you. One of my favorite things Jen told me when I was nervous to preach a few years ago, she's like, ah, your life is your message. You're just breaking off a piece of your life. And I just loved that. And it's so true. And both of their lives are just a message of the goodness of God. They're a message of his kindness. You, your life on display is an invitation to the love of the Lord. It's a gospel invitation. And, and we are just healthier and richer because of you. You know, when you run into people, I've been, working, I've been walking through my own stuff, like we all are, and I would talk to friends, and they would respond to me in a way that sounded like Jen and Justin. They would respond to me with crazy attunement or empathy or the Father's heart. And I'm like, it just sounds like you've been in their midst. And they actually had. <laughs> like, they were in aisle. They were like gleaning from the ministry that y'all do. And this is, this is how our body wins. <laughs> like, we are all richer because of their life that is their message that has been broken off for each of us to... Um, glean from, grow from. Um, I've stepped through crazy breakthroughs because of them in my life. <laughs> and y'all have too. I think we have revelations of his presence, his goodness, connectedness to the Father, health and wholeness. And the list keeps going because of the life that y'all have stewarded with the Lord. And so I'm gonna invite them up to share and then I'm gonna pop back up here, okay? Hey, family. Yeah, so we're not going anywhere. But we're going somewhere. Um, yeah, so it really has been just a wild transition season. Back in January, we heard the Lord say transition. And, you know, uh, 
We've been pastoring now for two decades. And, you know, when, when we got invited to come on staff here, it really was a little bit like Law said, Lauren said. Um, you know, we were, we were just, we were planted in where we were. And so when they first asked us, we're like, huh, love you. No, thank you. <laughs> Don't want to move to Atlanta. And then we drive across our county line um, back in California, in Humboldt County. And as soon as we, we crossed it, we, we heard the Lord say, you're released. It's transition. And back in January, we felt the same thing. And we scooped up a bunch of fathers and mothers that just would speak into our lives. And we just let them in and said, we're in this process. And, um, and they really got to speak into this transition alongside of us. And, you know, we're, we're moving to something really, really great. We've... Uh, We've started um, our own ministry, Justin and Jen Stockman Ministries, and we will do a little traveling. We also launched our business about three years ago, which is internal leadership experience, which is um, undergirding people to lead themselves in the way of Jesus. It's a deep discipleship 12-month program that we just take 10 people at a time through deep integration into who God is and who they are in the kingdom. And we're really passionate about what we've done. We're passionate about this community. We feel like we are going to be here. We're planted here. This is going to be our home church. We're going to be, we see ourselves here for a long time. We're also dreaming about being a little bit bilocational. We want to run four groups here. And we want to run four groups in California. We'll, we'll go there once a month to run some groups in um, probably Reading area is what we're looking into. And so we'll be bilocational. But this is where we want our, our kids to go to school. This is where we want our home church to be, Bethel Atlanta. Bethel Reading will just be a pop-in every once in a while, you know. So, um, but we're just excited um, for what the Lord is doing in our lives. And he really did cause us to, to at first it felt like we were jumping off a cliff. And then it felt like falling for a little while, a little while longer, <laughs> a couple more falls, and then we grew some wings. And we do really feel, we, you know, Lauren just quoted it, but it isn't, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please him. And this is the life that we've lived, is just we're going to follow Jesus anywhere, whatever he is saying. And that's what's happened this transition is, for me, I, I got a call when I was 15 years old from the Lord to be a pastor. And I've never looked back from that call. And so around uh, uh, March, the Lord started to challenge me on that, that experience. What does that mean? And it was, a, it, was a, it was a deeply moving experience for me because I'm a big belief person. Do we have any other belief per people in the house? I'm a belief person. The Lord tells me something. I'm like a you know, dog on a bone. I never let that thing go. And so I've never let that go. I never questioned working in the local church. And the Lord was doing something good in my heart in this process about just what he's called me to, what he's called us to as a married couple, as a family to, and what we're bringing with our, our own ministry and internal leadership experience. So we just love you guys. Go ahead, baby. And, and our success is your success. Your success is our success that that you know we are an extension of us and so you know the last 10 years um, we have only increased because of our placement in this family 
our life has only known increase. Our heart has only known increase because Jesus has planted us here in, in this uh, environment of the culture of heaven. And, you know, um, I haven't been personally invited to jump off a cliff like this and since I was 18 years old. And um, when I was 18 years old, it was my first experience, and, and only one until now, where I really felt Jesus walk my way in the cool of the day. I was living down in LA, living my best life, going to Biola University, and I, I had a, an encounter with God, and at that point, I didn't even know encountering God was a thing. I didn't even know it was possible. And he just blew into my dorm room and invited me to uh, drop my nets and follow him. And I followed him into the unknown. The scariest thing I ever did with my life up to that point was leave everything and go to this cult school <laughs> in Redding, California that everyone in my world believed was like, demon worship you know it's like, not it's not <laughs> like oh my gosh is this the war you know and you know speaking in tongues my paradigm was like speaking in tongues was from the devil and so much was from the devil that everything was from it the felt devil like jesus was inviting me into and uh greatest decision i ever made in my life was to drop my plans and follow him off the map. So in the last couple months, um, he's come walking my way again in the cool of the day. Except the difference is it's been 23 years of accumulating his goodness. And you have been such a part of that. It's been 23 years of accumulating abundance above and beyond truly all I could have asked, dreamt, or imagined. And he's come walking in the cool of the day, inviting me to lay it all down. And you know, we don't get opportunities like this very many times. And I am living with a sober awareness. This was 23 years ago, the last time I had this opportunity to drop my nets and follow him into the unknown this might be my last one. And there is an entire cloud of witnesses. We sang about it today. A thousand generations, those who have gone before us and those that are waiting in our future who wanna know that we know that there is a king who's worthy of it all. That we're sowing seeds as a family today into a hundred years that we would live with a faith that's worthy of who he is. That true life is only found when there's nothing we hang on to. When there's nothing I need to satisfy the yearning in my heart for significance, but dropping my nets and following him. And so it's been with a joyful, wholehearted, uh, there's nothing else I want to do with my life, just like there's nothing else you want to do with your life, 
than to follow Jesus wherever he's going. And you know, the difference today, what you're seeing modeled is in a religious system, the church revolves around the church. And in a kingdom culture, the church revolves around the king. And loyalty is not measured by, by your loyalty to the church. In the kingdom, loyalty is measured by our devotion to the king. And so what you're seeing celebrated today is a leadership team that is not leading a church to wrap herself around herself. You're witnessing a leadership team that's 100% devoted to the king. And the church belongs to a king. And he is the source and the sustenance of everything needed in the church. And so you're celebrated in this room, in this environment, not when your devotion is to us, but we are successful as leaders in the church when your devotion is pure and wholehearted to the king. And so we want to honor some people in the room today. And, and first, um, everybody wins when you give yourself fully to Jesus. And so first, we just want to honor if you were um, in the founding room in Redding, California. We would, when, when Bethel Atlanta, uh, Stephen Lindy would definitely apply to this. Uh, if you were in that founding room in, in Redding, we would just love for you to stand up, that, that room that birthed this place. Can we just honor them? Wow. Wow. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Just remain standing. Remain standing. Your devotion to Jesus has not been wasted. It lives in our heart. It shaped our passion for Jesus. Your willingness to lay everything down and say, I will follow you no matter the cost. It has shaped us these 10 years. We would not be who we are today without your wholehearted resolve that Jesus would have his full reward in your life. If you were in Stephen Lindy's house, can you stand up at the beginning days of yeah, Bethel the Atlanta? Beginning days of Bethel. Yeah. We honor you. We honor you. We honor you. You want to jump in and say something to them? <laughs> we honor you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Together. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. Because the great experiment was the same thing that's happening in Reading can it happen on the East Coast. Yeah. And it's been happening for 15 yeah. years. Yeah. And it really was through pioneers like you guys who paved a path to see signs, wonders, miracle, and Jesus be glorified in a city. 
that would really bring his goodness and champion amongst the city. Yeah. And we just so thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you, thank you. Remain standing. Your faithfulness, it lives in our heart. If you have been on staff in the last 10 years in any capacity, could you stand up? We celebrate you. We celebrate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've been on staff in our ministry school in the last however many years, could you please stand up? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, guys. Your devotion to Jesus means everything in the kingdom. If this has been your home church, this is the place that you have taken a seat at the table any time in the last 10 years, could you please stand up? 15, however long we've been in existence. Today it's your home church, you know, you might as well stand too. If this is the place you call home, thank you. You shape who we are. Yeah. If you're visiting today, and this is all awkward for you, could you just stand up? Come on, stand up. You're apart. You're apart. You guys, why we do Sunday mornings is because we're just, this is practicing for eternity. Yeah. We just all get to gather in love with him and in love with one another. This is eternity. This is unity. Yeah. This is true fellowship. Yeah. To have his presence and your presence, thank you so much. Yeah, we would just love to just, as a family, just lift up a shout of thanks to Jesus, the one who this entire culture belongs to. Jesus, you're worthy. You're worthy, Jesus. You're worthy. You're worthy, Jesus. It all belongs to you. Amen. You can be seated. Yeah. And then just a couple more, a few more people we just really want to honor. Yeah. If your last name is uh, Stockman, (laughs) could you come up here real quick? You know, our... If um, you're not one of these four girls and your last name is Stockman, I'd like to meet you after the service, but not right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. These girls have just given their lives to Jesus yeah. and following us. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. Uh, we have learned more about the kingdom. Yeah. And the heart of the Father from these yeah. four beautiful people than any sermon we've ever heard. Yeah. So we honor you. We've been in full-time ministry for 20 years. So they've been in full-time ministry for 20 years, and our youngest is only 10. It's amazing. So that is a long time. We love you. Here, babe. We love you. Love you. Bye. We love you, girls. <laughs> And then we would just, we would love um, to honor the people who 10 years ago took us to Palmer's and... Ted's. Ted's, sorry. Ted, Palmer's wasn't even there. No, Palmer's They took us to there. Ted's and, uh, 
invited us on this crazy journey with him. Stephen Lindy Hale, can you come up? And Lauren Brownlee, can you come up? Which one's? That's Lauren. Yeah. Uh, when we came out here, uh, Steve, I, I sat with you at a table. I think it was our third time being here in Atlanta, and we were just invited out to speak, and you, uh, it's right after you invited us on staff, you, you looked at me, and you said, Justin, our insides are bigger than our outsides. Yeah. And that right there was a marking moment for me of just being able to trust Jesus with our family and with our call, and thank you just so much for just being a part of a father, of stewarding that in this place. And we're just so eternally grateful for you. And Lindy, um, your ability to lead through dreams and hearing the Father, and to watch you even in the last 10 years, um, just step in, even when you stepped on Jen's staff, there was this amazing thing with you of just the supernatural power of God is on you in your night season. As you go to sleep, you're like, it's time to get supernatural, Jesus. And I just thank you for, for being such a voice that really brings um, heaven to earth in this place. And we're just grateful for both of you guys as the founders of what you guys did. Yeah, and Lauren, I'll piggyback oh, and then you can go Piggy baby. And, you know, this is um, when Jesus walked into the temple and he picked up the scroll and he found the passage in Isaiah. And he just proclaimed the, f- the year of the favor of the Lord is here. And he quoted our family mission, and then he sat back down. And if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for us. I've seen the bottom of your heart, and it's everything righteous. It's everything good. It's everything pure and holy, only by the blood. Your motive is Jesus, and we have only benefited because you've been so generous with Jesus. So we honor you. Your legacy in each of us will remain for a thousand generations. You are some of the most successful people in the kingdom we've ever known, and I hold you as heroes in my heart. We love you. We love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, La. You know, you took on something three years ago that I believe is going to push you into actually the destiny that God had for you all along. And it's been a wild 10 years with you. And I just want to say I thank you as a sister and as a friend and as an amazing leader for just being who you are and just what you've meant to our family in this transition. So thanks, Law. Yeah, yeah. When the Lord brought back the captives of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth 
was filled with laughter and our tongue with joyful shouting. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are joyful. This passage is the heart of a deliverer. You possess the heart of a deliverer. It's wild, it's courageous, it's bold. It's one of the purest motives I've ever seen in my life. At the bottom of your motive is Jesus, and it has refined me, it has purified me, it has made me better. I could never be who I am today without being set beside you. And you know, when Jonathan pulled his armor bearer in the middle of the night, and he said, I think we can take him an entire army that they could absolutely not take, <laughs> you know? <laughs> his armor bearer just listened to everything in his heart, and he said, do everything that's in your heart, and I am with you, heart and soul. And today what we're saying is, do every wild deliverer thing in your heart, and we are with you, heart and soul. We love you, we honor you, and you know, Lauren sent a text this, this week, the first text, uh, inviting me to speak on, on July 16th. Um, and this was the first text where I said yes, not as someone who works for her, but as her friend, as her sister. And all my yeses from this point on will be because she has access to my heart. She has access to my time. She has access to who I am, my sister, my friend. We are forever on your side. We love you. You can stay up here because I just have one more thing. Just, I just have one more thing and then I'm done. Okay, he doesn't know I was going to do this, but I just need to take one minute because uh, my role here is much more public than his because they give me the microphone. Um, so what I feel like you really need to know as we're transitioning out of 20 years of ministry is that I literally would not be here speaking on this microphone without this man. And uh, I gave a two-minute preach when I was in the school of ministry, and I literally told the Lord, I will never do that again. <laughs> never. And um, so then he tied me to a man who believes in me as relentlessly as Jesus. And I can't tell you the amount of times the quitter in me the pressure of the fear of man, the opinion of man was too much and I would just tell him, I'm gonna quit, I can't do it. And he, I just stay home in my slippers and sip coffee and be with my kids. And, and he would say, babe, that's, that's so selfish. And, and he would tell me the truth. And you know, uh, in one of the darkest seasons of my life, when my mind was so wrapped in torment, I, I literally never thought I would be free. And I would get up in the middle of the night and I would just pace in overwhelming amounts of torment. And he would get up with me and he would say, babe, 
you're walking through hell. And one day, you will tell people about your victory and you'll bring them out of hell with you. And he saw a future for me time and time again that I could not see myself. And his love for you has always been more mature than my love for you. And I love you. So can you just honor my husband with me? And I'll, I'll just end with this. You know, the, the, the famous Ephesians passage about husbands loving their wives. And, you know, I, I want to wrap this right now back to you guys. We love the church. We've just given our lives to the church. And we will continue to do it in a different way now. But we've given our lives to the bride of Christ because even though sometimes she stumbles and it's bloody and gross, <laughs> she's worthy of love because of the King of Kings, what Jesus did for her, and he loved her so much that he gave his life. And for all of us, this is the great mission of our lives, is to give our lives. So I wanna encourage you Let's give our lives for one another. Let's serve this city and let's see hell get out of this city and heaven get into this city. This is our passion, this is our mandate. And I got to do it with my best friend. So, all right. Wow. Yeah. This is the gospel. This is beautiful. Oh. So we're gonna take a moment. Um, we're gonna honor them. We're gonna honor them by praying over them and then we're gonna give them money. We don't do this often at all, but it's significant. It says something in the heavens. It says something in the natural and they deserve honor. I want us to pour out our honor on them. And um, I was just reading some scripture yesterday and just they were all in my mind. And, and I want to declare, you know, as Dan preached last week, we set the course of our life with our words. And I want to declare some scripture over you. And as a body, I want us to extend our hands. And we are, we are extending our belief, our prayers, our, just our faith over them, okay? So I was reminded of trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding but in all your ways, acknowledge him. He'll make straight your paths. So Jen and Justin, you are people of great trust. The Lord will guide and direct your every step. And in John 3, it talks about, we pray that it will go well and that you may be in good health just as your soul prospers. So Jen and Justin, we, we pray that you are prospering in every way and that you continually enjoy good health just as your soul is prospering. And in Psalm 67, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us 
that your way may be known on the earth, your saving power among all nations. And so we say, God, bless the Stockmans. God, we just pray blessing and increase over everything they put their heart and energy to. And when you look down on them, may your face beam with joy. May your face shine upon them. And we just pray that you send them out so that everyone, everywhere, will discover your ways and know who you are and see your power to save. <laughs> we just pray a blessing over the Stockmans. We just thank you for the, for the richness that they bring to us. And we just thank you that we are better because of them. We are thankful that they get to be here alongside of us and go after what you have put on their lives and in their lives to do. And we just, we just send them with our love, with our hearts, with our blessing, and we just declare blessing and increase over everything you touch. In Jesus' name, we all say amen. 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 All right, they're gonna sit or stand down there, whatever you prefer. I want y'all to put money at their feet. I want you to bless their socks off. If you don't have real money, because it's hard to have real money these days, we made it easy. Electronic money, thanks. So if you wanna send them money that way, that's great. We just are gonna honor you with all that we have. We love you, we love you. Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To stay connected with Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com.